Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Tonight, we're going to be discussing Gilligan's Island, where seven people set sail on what is scheduled to be a three-hour sightseeing tour on the charter boat, the Minnow. They got caught in a storm and ended up stranded on an uncharted tropical island uh, together. The comedy comes from the failed attempts at escaping the island and their interactions of the very diverse uh, group. It comprised of a routine but happy-go-lucky skipper, a bumbling but well-meaning first mate, Gilligan, a snobby well-to-do millionaire, Thurston Howe III, and his wife, Lovey, a sexy movie star bombshell named Ginger, a high school uh, science professor named Roy Hinckley, and it was called The Professor, and a uh, nice country girl, Marianne. Viewers of the series would be correct to ponder the impossible number of guests who visited, visited the islands, incredible, the incredible velocity of the common coconut and the fact that the castaways somehow managed to win the Palm d'Or at the Canvas uh, Canis Film Festival. Now, this is what kills me about this show. Well, it kills me, but, you know, I loved watching Gilligan's Island as a child. I hurried up got home from school to just to turn on the Gilligan's Island TV show because I loved it. But what really doesn't make any sense, they had all these people visiting the island. Those people got off the island, but somehow the castaways never did. I mean, come on. You guys could have done a better job than that with this show. It, it, it you know, it could have used more uh, originality, I think. But... You know, and Gilligan's Island has a big cult following. There's a lot of people that love Gilligan's Island. I love Gilligan's Island. But every every day that I would watch it, I always wondered if they ever would get off that island. You were still hoping that somehow they would still get off that island, and they never did. Uh, like I said before, they, they actually got off the island in the late 70s. I believe there was a two-hour movie that they produced. I'm not sure if it had all the original star. I don't. I don't know if Ginger was there, but I know all the rest of them was. But it was a two-hour movie, and I don't remember what what channel it was on. You know what network carried it, but um, somehow it have to had had to do with a, a major storm that was coming, and they had to buckle down, and they somehow put all these. Um, I don't know these huts or whatever together and they were floating out in the middle of no nowhere then they got spotted spotted by uh uh i believe the air force spotted them or the national the uh national guard spotted them somebody spotted them and they went back and lived um tried to live a productive life back into society and i'm not sure how far they were from where they had got you know from the island to where hawaii was I'm really not sure i don't remember that part of the movie and I think they ended back up on the same island again at the end of the movie because they took another tour and they ended right back where they came from. And then there was another movie um, where they had made a resort. They had got rescued. They found this plane from this World War II plane or World War One or something. But anyways, they got it started and got it ran and they made it. Eventually they made it. They started seeing smoke and I guess they... The uh, National Guard con, you know, caught them. They seen all the smoke and stuff, and they got them. Anyways, they ended up making the uh, the island into a resort. 
where people would come and they can, you know, just an island resort and stuff. But anyways, Gilligan's Island was a real good show. At least I thought it was. It was an American sitcom created and produced by Sherwood Schwartz, which also, he also did uh, the Brady Bunch uh, TV series, uh, Sherwood Schwartz. He's a very good uh, person when he comes to making, um, you know, producing uh, very uh, original format work, you know, like, like I said, like the Brady Bunch, it was a very, uh, very uh, well done, basically. Uh, the show had an ensemble cast that featured Bob Denver, which played, uh, uh, Bob Denver was uh, Gilligan. Alan Hill Jr., he was the one who played the skipper. Jim Backus, which he did the voice of uh, Mr. Magoo, you know, the cartoon Mr. Magoo. And he played Thurston Howe III. Natalie Schaefer, which played his wife. Uh, Tina Louise, she was the actress in the thing for Jim, uh, played Ginger. Russell Johnson, he was the scientist, and Don Wells, she was the country girl on the show. It aired for three seasons on the CBS network from September 26, 1964 to April 17, 1967. The series followed the comic adventures of seven castaways as they attempted to survive on an island which had been shipwrecked, which, you know, they had been shipwrecked. Most episodes revolves around uh, the castaways' conflicts and their unsuccessful attempts to escape uh, the island, with Gilligan frequently being responsible for the failures. Some of those episodes that they did uh, was just too hard to uh, imagine that could really happen. Like, they had one episode where it made Gilligan really strong and he could lift branches and all this other stuff. I'm not sure. I think it was a type of fruit he ate or something or radioactive fruit or something that made him strong, which uh, it was an okay episode. There was another episode where they got off the... Now, this this episode doesn't make no sense. They got off this island. This crazy mad doctor wanted to change them, you know, from one person to the next. Well, they're, they're in this castle. At the end of the show, they shoved the uh, the crazy doctor and his, uh, his uh, bodyguard, wherever the case may be, they shoved him in there, and they beca- both became animals. One became a dog, and the other one was a cat, I believe. The Hugo, the, with the big guy, he believed, he, I think he became the cat, and the crazy doctor became the dog. That's how their brain, you know, that's how their brains and stuff was. Anyways, it never showed when you, when they were on that island, or not the island, but on their castle, you would think that they would find some way to get help to be able to get away from the castle. You would think, but somehow they were right back on the island, you know, the very next day they were back on the island, or a week later, if it was new episodes. They were back on the island again. So that episode didn't make any sense. You would think they would have got help, found help, and got out and got, you know, back to civilization, you know. There was 98 plus uh, episodes episodes made and a 1963 pilot first broadcast in 1964 of uh, total, total of 98 episodes altogether. The show lasted 25 minutes. It uh, aired on CBS. Black and white from 1964 to 1965. Color from 1965 to 1967. Original release was September 26, 1964 through April 17, 1967. It's it's amazing because it seems like all these shows that were in the 60s, like I just mentioned about the, the, um, the Jetsons and the Flintstones, and now the Gilligan's Island, it only seemed like these shows ran three years. It, but if the shows were doing so well, why would they take them off the air? That's what 
doesn't make any sense. They, I think they do better more in syndication than they did, you know, as reruns than they did being in the original series. You know, it, it seems like to me Gilligan's Island ran for 98 episodes. All 36 episodes of the first season were filmed in black and white and were later colorized for syndication. The show's second and third seasons, which was 62 episodes, and the three television film sequels aired between 1978 and 1982 were filmed in color. Now, I don't remember third, uh, third movie, but I remember the two movie or the two movies of it, but I don't remember the third movie. The show received solid ratings during its original run. Now that's what I'm saying. If it received solid ratings, why would they take it off the air? They grew in popularity during decades of syndication, especially in the 1970s and the 1980s. When many markets ran the show in the late afternoon. See, that's why I was saying. Got out, got home from school and turned on and Gilligan's Island was right there. Today, the title character of Gilligan is widely recognized as an American cultural icon. Remember I was saying earlier that that um, the Gilligan's Island is a, uh, you know, it's a, it's got a big cult following. The two-man crew of the character of the charter boat SS Minnow and five passengers on three-hour tour from Honolulu run into a typhoon. And it's amazing they weren't killed if they ran into a typhoon. Especially that ship was not, that boat was not very big. And are shipwrecked on an uncharted island somewhere in the Pacific Ocean. Their efforts to be rescued are typically, typically thaw, uh, thawed by, um, by the conduct of the happiest, hapless first mates Gilligan. In 1997, show creator Sherwood Schultz explained that the underlying concept is still the most important idea in the world today. That is, people with extremely different char- characters and backgrounds being in a situation where they need to learn how to get along and cooperate with each other as a matter of survival. You know what? That's a good point. That's a real good point. People, uh, you know, and it doesn't even have to be shipwreck. I mean, just everyday normal lives. Families have to learn to cooperate for things to get done. They have to cooperate. Same thing on Gilligan's Island. They had to cooperate even though they were on an island. Casting characters was Bob Denver's Gilligan. Uh, he was the first mate of SS Minnow. Alan Hill Jr. is Captain Jonas Grumby, the skipper, the captain of the SS Minnow. Now, I'm not sure how many times they called him Jonas Grumby. I've always heard him being called the skipper. Jim Backus as Thurston Howell III, a Wall Street millionaire. Natalie Schaefer as lovely uh, Wentworth Howe, Thurston's wife. Tina Louise as Ginger Grant, a Hollywood movie star. Russell Johnson as Professor Roy Hinckley. PhD, the professor. Don Wells is Mary Ann Summers, a wholesome farm girl from Winfield, Kansas, who won the trip and tour in a lottery. Well, I bet she wish she never won that uh, that lottery that day. Charles Maxwell as the voice of the recurring radio announcer. Um, isn't now this is going to sound funny, but isn't Roy Hinckley? Wasn't he the one that was on? Uh, the greatest American hero is the guy who uh, was a school teacher. No, that was Ralph Hinckley. Okay, I got him confused. I was keep I keep thinking that it was the same person, but it's not. You know, the same name kind of thing. The shipwreck castaways desperately want to leave the remote island. Various opportunities frequently 
present themselves to them, but always fail, usually due to some bumbling error committed by Gilligan. Sometimes this would result in Gilligan saving the others from some, from some unforeseen flaw in their plan. Most episodes of Gilligan's Island use various on variations on five recurring basic plots. Well, I want to thank everybody for stopping in this evening. I want to thank everybody for listening to my podcast. And everybody have a safe and wonderful evening and good night.